This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. And good evening, everyone, from Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. It's Coach's Corner. I'm Bryce Kendrick, filling in for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. The coach is working his way back from surgery, and we will hopefully see Ron and his wife, Sally, back doing the show soon. Your continued good thoughts, prayers, and well wishes are always appreciated. We'd like to thank a few of our sponsors, of course, Cecil Eisen and staff here at Eisen's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. I have four guest segments tonight. Coming up later, it will be Evan Ulrey of Batesville Football, followed by Bulldog Cross Country Coach Lisa Gausman and some of her seniors off the regional championship team, and then we will close things out with Kyle Huntman of Batesville Boys Soccer. But starting off our show this week, someone who was smiling ear to ear on Saturday and still smiling as of today. She is the Greensburg volleyball coach, June Rigney. Coach, how are you doing? And congratulations. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Happy to finally make make my way here. Well, kind of got sidelined this year. I know. And let's talk a little bit about that before we get into the sectional. And you and I had a chance to talk on Saturday. Uh, it had to be just a crazy time for you guys. You jump out to a 9-0 and start. Things are rolling your way. And then all of, all of a sudden, COVID rears its ugly head. And you guys take a vacation for three weeks. We did have quite a vacation. Um, yeah, we were 9-0. and And playing fairly well we hadn't hit the meat of our schedule per se yet but um we're off to a very solid start and then got shut down for two weeks and you know there's some things you can do virtually send things out expect kids to be self-disciplined which mine are um but then even when you come back you have to get four practices in so then we were off another week so it was three weeks before we got back to playing so time off because of covid one week you got to build back your practices in and then you try to condense everything that you've missed into the rest of the season and volleyball was it was it two years ago that they shortened the season by a week yeah, yeah. so yes. on top of that the same number of matches that you typically play yes. and you lost another week because of that if you go back to the schedule change i mean you played an insane number of games over a really short period of time. We did. In hindsight, I would probably change that a little bit. Obviously, I had to get the conference matches in, but because sure. our girls were off so much, I was all about, we need to play, we need to play, and the girls want to play. Well, I don't know that physically that's the best thing for their bodies. Um, we played a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we played four matches on a Saturday and played Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um <laughs> In that, we had some ailments that happened physically, yeah. obviously, for those that are playing six rotations. So, hindsight, I probably would have gotten rid of a couple of the opponents that were not conference. Right. However, one of them was like Trinity Lutheran, who's a solid squad. I mean, they beat us. Hauser, solid squad. So... I don't have a lot of easy ones on my schedule, and I was mm-hmm. all about playing. Not sure that was the best, but anyway, it worked out in the end. Well, you, you talk about the physical nature of the whole thing and just going out at night after night after night, but mentally, that's got to be a grind, too. Mentally, it was a grind for the coaching staff, yeah. I know, and I, obviously, we're much older and doing a lot more once we leave the gym and before we get to the gym each day, but it, it was truly a grind. It was something I have. It was a lot different than even last year we got shut down, but it was a different time in our season. Well, we talk about the EIAC schedule this year, and your ladies finished four and three. Uh, you finished behind Lawrenceburg, Connersville, and East Central, who kind of beat up on each other, and they all finished at six and one to take home a, a co-share of the title. But as you and I sit here today, you're the only one that's still playing. Correct. That that's a you know I always say your goals are always win the conference, win the sectional, and advance in the postseason. And but I told my girls when we were out of the running of the conference. Um, you know, I give up a conference title for a sectional title, and that's something that I hold true to year in and year out. Um, and hindsight, all three of those schools are very good teams, and I beat them early on, and they beat me later, and the later ones is one that matters, right. so I ended up fourth in the conference. Well, as uh, as we look at this team now, we're speaking with June Rigney, a volleyball coach at Greensburg High School. Your team is 8-3 and three over the last three weeks. Your team currently sits at 21 6 overall and uh, you had to win three matches to win the sectional you open things up with franklin county pretty good first night of play for your girls yeah you know going into the i thought the draw was important this year it you know there to me this year the sectional was kind of wide open other years there are favorites i didn't really consider us 
a true favor, maybe a bit, um, but not really much because we had kind of beaten each other up. Mm -hmm. Um, But I liked our draw because I liked starting out with Franklin County. I was confident that we could handle them and not have to go a solid five games um, before we get to play. And the other thing that really helped me was that Connorsville and Lawrenceburg had to go at each other before one of them advances. And uh, Connorsville, a much improved team this year, and uh, the Smith girl, absolutely awesome. I mean, she can um, – you have some hitters on your team. Yeah. She can yeah. match up with them yeah. Yeah. just as yeah, just as She's well. She's a very solid hitter. Well, uh, after that, uh, you end up going into the semifinals, play play your nemesis, Batesville, and uh, that was that was a fun match. 3-1, the final, uh, the final score as far as matches are concerned. How did you feel uh, being down 9-1 in the first set? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I knew going in, number one, anytime you play a team three times in a season, mm-hmm. it is tough. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we do it a lot with our conference sure. schools. Um, so it doesn't matter sometimes physically how much better you are than the team. Playing someone three times can be a toll. I also knew Batesville, they are a strong serving team. They mm-hmm. bank on their serving. And we sometimes struggle on serve-receive, which anyone that was at that game saw at the very first game of the, of the match. That's exactly what happened. Um However, my team, they have a lot of grit. They they battle. And we usually find ways to at least put ourselves in the position to come out with a victory or at least close. So, and that's what they did there. You followed that up in uh, set number two, really took off there towards the end, scoring 14 of the last 15 points to win 25-15, a strong close for the Pirates. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like I said, we've played them three times, and I think – at least one game of each time we've played them, we've beat them 25-15 or 25-16. We've had a lot of close ones. And there wow. have been games where I beat Batesville one set when I shouldn't have. And then they turn around the next game, I should have won and I didn't. So we also have some close battles yeah. there. Coach Terry Paul's team, always very, very competitive. And, and uh, you go up in the what ended up being the fourth and final set. Uh, you had built a 10-point separation, and it looked like you might have been able to coast to the finish line, but uh, the dogs kind of made it a little interesting there late, didn't they? They did, and I tell you what, you can pick apart some rotations, and they picked apart one of our rotations and made a run for it until we were able to capitalize and get the win. Well, moving on now to uh, the battle with Lawrenceburg, and this was a, a rematch, another opponent that you'd faced twice during the regular season. Each team had won on its home court. Now you're playing in a neutral site, and uh, you take on uh, a team between uh, you guys and Lawrenceburg have uh, taken home the hardware from the sectional uh, each of the last years from 2018 on. So neither neither team a stranger to a sectional championship. Um you matched up with the Tigers, and first of all, your thoughts about playing Stacy Kanega's team going in before you ever, for first serve ever happened. What what needed to work well for you in order in order to get the win? I knew we had to play aggressively, and we had to play to win rather than not to lose. Mm-hmm. She has a disciplined program. They're very skilled players. I felt like we were better offensively than her this year, but the last time we played her, they won the block battle, and my team is tall. They shouldn't be winning the block battle. Mm-hmm. So we discussed that, and we knew that we had to be better going in on that right there. We played them. They were our first match back after our three weeks off. Right. And that was a tough one for us. They were ready, and we were not. We were not game ready, hands down. They pretty much dominated us the first the, when we played them at Lawrenceburg. Well, speaking of first, the first game on Saturday against Lawrenceburg, you guys really uh, handled that one quite well. 25-11, to 11, the final score. I thought the pivotal set was set number two. For you guys to be able to get up 2 nothing in a sectional final against Lawrenceburg and really put their backs against the wall, I think that was, that was the key game for you guys. Yeah, I, I agree with you. However, I had told my girls after we won the first game, we, we dominated the first game, really, offensively. Right. But anybody that saw them play on Thursday night, they were dominated the first game. 25-4. And, and then came back <laughs> completely different. Right. So that was a mindset that we knew they weren't going away. Um, yeah, but that second game, getting up 2-0 is huge in any volleyball match. How entertaining was the third set? 13 ties and eight lead yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was very entertaining, and there were just some pivotal, pivotal things that happened in the match little things that you have to really be a volleyball person whether it be a touch on a block or Mm -hmm. or whatever us being we had one nice save um we shanked a pass off of a serve and got it back over and were able to capitalize then offensively little things like that were just key for us for the day uh some of the highlights for your players talk a little bit about uh, the efforts that they had well 
my team all year, it's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, we rely, we have 13 girls that dress and 12 of them play probably somewhat regularly, whether it's just one rotation or, you know, one spot check or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, everyone says, you have a lot of offense. Absolutely. I have a lot of offense. But anybody that knows volleyball, there's a lot that has to happen before you get to right. the offense. Um, you know, I only have one senior and this senior has handled her role so well all year. She comes in and she serves. That's it. Kayla Kelso. Kayla Kelso. She comes in, she serves. She's done it well. So fitting. She served the final point of the sectional championship match. That is fantastic. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So uh, you get to make another road trip down to Charlestown. Your thoughts on, on heading to the regional and a little bit of a different look for you guys. You're, you're not you're not going to see Silver Creek in the first game. The Dragons, uh, uh, who have kind of made a habit of being down there for, uh, I think this is either their fifth or sixth straight trip uh, to a 3A regional. Uh, you don't see them in, in the first in the first first uh, match talk a little bit about the matchup you do have we do not we see evansville memorial and they too have six losses just like us um i watched some film on them today and last night very scrappy obviously anybody that we play at this point is going to be good very scrappy they um have some outside hitters that can truly pound the ball when they are in system however i i mean they have six losses and we saw some weaknesses we're obviously going to have to play well and attack their weaknesses but um they are a beatable team i'm i'm hoping we compete and just put ourselves in the position to capitalize and win and i know your focus right now is on uh is on the Tigers, and we mentioned Silver Creek being in the other half of the bracket, but uh, the newcomer is also a newcomer to 3A volleyball, yeah. and that's Bar Reeve, who was the state champion in 2A last yes, year. So yes. no slouches down there, kiddo. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But you know what? I got a good chance. I'm, I'm playing, and others aren't. So, so you, you, you're going to be heading to a regional. You've got one senior on the team, um, and Kayla, of course, was a part of the, part of the program last year, but of the younger kids uh, that you have coming up, how many of those had the had the taste of the, of the regional experience from a year ago that you're going to rely on come Saturday? Yeah, so I've got junior Jenna Foster, who was there. Um, Janae Cummer dressed, didn't really participate on the court, but she dressed. Abigail Hoeing was another participant. Josie Nobby. Christina Fogg was involved. Ella Chapman was involved. Um, Kennedy Lowe was not involved, but she's um, a role player for us this year. Leah West is my only freshman that's joining us um kerrigan acton was not involved carly adams was and claire nobby was not so you know i got a mix i do have some experience and and that's key and the other thing is my two kill leaders josie nobby and ella chapman you know i'm going to rely on them a lot and to take it a step farther josie nobby does a lot more than just yes she does give us kills yes she Um, does i want her touching the ball as much as she possibly can she's a very silent leader but a very important person on our Team. Well, Coach, you've got an outstanding group of young ladies, and congratulations on the program's six sectional, six sectional championship and your second consecutive. We wish you all the best as you head down to Charlestown on Saturday, a 10 a.m. date in uh, match number one against the Tigers of Evansville Memorial. Good luck, and thanks for spending some time with us today. Thank you, and thanks for having me. And I also just want to give a shout-out to my coaches, Don Lowe, Christy West, and Morgan Harrell. They do so much behind the scenes that people don't see. So I appreciate them, and, and they know their worth from me, but others need to know it as well. So thank you, Bryce. Uh, my pleasure. Glad you were able to make it, and again, uh, all the best on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. June Rigney, head coach of uh, girls volleyball at uh, Greensburg High School, and we will be back with Evan Ulrey, the head football coach at Batesville. Right after this, you're listening to Coach's Corner on 103.9 WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Curtin Elko, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is 
is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell your cars, we help you buy them. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville for Coach's Corner on WRBI, brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutzweiler. I'm Bryce Kendrick. Thanks to Greensburg Volleyball Coach June Rigney, who joined us in the opening segment. Time now to welcome back the Batesville football coach. He is Evan Alry. Good evening, Coach. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, you know, it's, it's always nice to talk talk to you and even better to talk to you after you get a win i know let's talk let's talk a little bit about the matchup uh, with connersville uh 40 to 13 the final score big picture the sixty thousand foot look at the game what were your thoughts well i think um it was kind of tale of like different quarters um to be honest i thought we we um we got a good three and out to start the game and and uh got the ball at midfield converted a couple Couple of third uh, third down situations and punched it in. Gage Pullman got his uh, rushing touchdown. Another fr- you know one of our freshmen. Um, uh, we bobbled the snap. And it was six nothing, and you know you're feeling okay. Right. And then it was kind of a lull, a kind of a game of we had some miscues. Um, uh, we had a couple times putting the ball on the floor on on the ground and losing one of those and just got a little out of rhythm. Uh, we miss missed some things and just kind of struggled uh, collectively. Um, offensively, and uh, it kind of got in this, just like I said, this law. And uh, they put together a long drive, ate up a lot of time, and we got a stop inside the red zone. And from that point, I think we had the ball on our own three, uh-huh. and we drove 97 yards, punched it in, wow. got a stop, got another score, had another stop, and uh, unfortunately had a roughing the punter um, that pretty much put Senate in a half. And we were going to get the ball again around the 35 with about a minute to, to go on their 30. Looking like we're going to punch in and really get up to four scores. So it was a game where we started off, I thought, fine. Mm-hmm. There was this lull. We ended well. Right. Um, we had, like I said, just kind of some miscues here and there. Not not our best for performance, unfortunately. You like to be saying you're playing your best football in week nine. Um, but, you know, I think defensively we played fine. They they kind of they scored one late on us. But, uh, you know, they kind of nickel and dimed us a little bit in the past game of all things. Right. And, um, but I think as we step back, you know, hey, lucky, you know, fortunate, hey, you know, in the season with a win, right? Um, and kind of regroup and continue to focus on, you know, what lies ahead. You mentioned the ninety-seven yard drive, and, and you may not remember exactly how many plays were involved there, but roughly how how many plays was that drive? Uh, I'd say like eight to nine. Okay. Um, it, off the top of my head, I know we had a couple. We just got in a good rhythm, Bryce. I mean, right. we we were able to rip off a couple runs. Evan Williamson came in, and um, I mean, he ran the ball really well. Uh, Travis started ripping off um, some runs. Mm-hmm. We we went from we were kind of spreading them out, running a little bit more of our H back sets, and then we got into more tight end stuff. We right. got down, and part of it was because we're down, the, you know, uh, inside the uh, you know inside your five, and so you try to protect yourself, maybe a little bit more. Um, just having that tight end help helps some angles, and we found something, we, right. you know, and and so we kind of got in that tight end set. Uh, it opened up our midline, our veer game, and uh, in our zone read and. Yeah. And whenever you let Travis get, once he gets one or two, all of a sudden he starts ripping off 15, 20-yard gains, and all of a sudden Evan Williamson's ripping things off, and then um, they start sucking in, and then Bryson Benelli starts catching the ball, and then it's like, okay, this is the team <laughs> that uh, we expected to see consistently. Right. Um, we just kind of fell asleep there for a quarter. But, um, but yeah, it was a good good balance. Like I said, then got a three and out, got the ball midfield, and punched it in, like I think, three plays later, and Got another three and out. Unfortunately, like I said, the the roughy the punter kind of sent it into half. But uh, again, that was a, that was a good part. You know, we started really getting a good rhythm, um, both run and pass. Is there anything more satisfying when your team offensively has its back against the end zone? And you know, the first thing you're thinking about, man, we just need some breathing room to get out of trouble. And then you put things together and you just rattle off a monster drive and you're able to cash in. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's definitely awarding to see, you know, and, and proud to see with our guys. And, and to be honest, I think a few of our guys, that's how they play. I mean, Travis is a guy, his back's against the wall. He's going to he's gonna fight. And uh, up front, you know, uh, our two left, you know, our left and right tackle, Chase Hamilton and Nick McConnell, they, they got the same mentality. Right. You know, they, they're like, they, we ain't, we ain't, we're not giving anything. And um, they start playing with that. Anyone that knows Bryson Benelli, he's 
been a big-time receiver for us this year, and he's got the same mentality. When you have that trio on the line as your quarterback, a guy out wide that's just a backs against the wall, let's roll. And um, it was probably a, a very – probably the best thing that could have happened, you know, yep. stop and, and, and for us to get in that rhythm. And, uh, you know, yeah, so just proud of that, proud of that moment, you know. Uh, we're speaking with Emmett Ulrey, head – football coach at Batesville High School. We've, we've talked about the offensive side here, but obviously, and you did allude to this, that your defense played very well. Talk about the, some of the defensive standouts from Friday night. Well, I thought we did a really good job um, against the they, – they ran a little bit more zone read, and uh, you know, we, we've got not a lot of size up front, but we're mm-hmm. very athletic. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, between Chase Hamilton, Nate Deputy, uh, Josh Mobley, and then and Vonley Hun, who's been playing a lot more outside backer than he slid up and played some stand up defensive end for us. Right. Um, he's 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 long, athletic, just like uh, Chase and Nate. We right. did a really really good job. Um, I thought, you know, taking away taking away their run threats, and we got a lot of negative plays in, in that. I thought we we did one of our better jobs of getting after the quarterback. So Trent and Rel, Vonley Hun, mm-hmm. uh, Chase Hamilton, uh, I thought they played really well. Um, Carter Bowman, another inside linebacker, uh, continues to be a, just a solid sophomore for us. And uh, Trent Kincaid out at corner um, came up and laid the wood a few different times. Right. Good coverage on his end. And uh, Will Geisel, another freshman, out on an island a lot of times playing corner. And this is his second game going back to Greensburg. He's had two really good games out there, you know. So I thought just collectively we've played really, you know, I thought they played well. Your team uh, finishes the regular season with a 5-4 and four record. We're going to talk about your postseason matchup here in just a second. But uh, looking back at the season this year, tell me one game that you wish you had back and one game you're thinking, yeah, we did. I mean, that was maybe our best win of the year. The South Dearborn game was a was a very frustrating game. Mm-hmm. We didn't play very well, I, and to be honest, I didn't think we played really well against Franklin County. Against a really, those are two good teams, mm-hmm. and uh, we just uh, we left a lot of points. We outgained South Dearborn. You go back and look at the right. stats. You know, you almost double them up, and you have plenty of opportunities to really to jump on them early, and, mm-hmm. and we let them. In a sense. I don't say hang around. It's probably kind of disrespecting them, which is I'm not. But sure, we should have probably been up two to three scores, I think, early on, mm-hmm. and we weren't. Right. And um, and so we let let a, let a good team like South Dearborn hang around. That's one you look back and like, man, should I had that one, right? You know. And uh, I thought, you know, we we've played. Um, I thought our best half just not necessarily X's and O's and 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 everything, but I thought just the way our guys played as one unit was the Greensburg first half. Wow. Um, now the second half, you know, Greensburg did a really good job of, um, I think, taking a lot of our momentum and kind of grounding and pounding. But, um, you know, I think that first half is probably a memory that a lot of our guys see. Like, hey, you know, we were under man, uh-huh. had a lot of guys out. Again, it goes back to back against the wall. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, guys, you know, there's about a handful of you here. You're going to get your first ever experience. You probably weren't expecting to play, but we got a job to do and yeah, get on the bus, let's roll. And, and they kind of just took that mentality and, you know, and, and our coaches, coach Weiler has, has a lot to do with that. And, uh, our line coach. And, um, that was probably one of the memories I think. And anytime you can beat Greensburg. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you being a former coach up there and, uh, knowing, knowing the head coach awfully, awfully well. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was a big matchup for you guys. And, uh, uh, as we talk now about Rushville, your first round opponent on Friday night, this will be the second time that you get the lions at your place. First go around was a 44, nothing win back in week four. What do you remember most about the game against Rushville? Well, as I told our guys, I said, we got off to a slow start. You know, uh, we were winning, I think it was 10 nothing after a quarter, and uh, we just thought got off to a slow start. And uh, we, um, you know, we finished finished the half well. It was kind of kind of what we talked about with Connersville, right? Kind of go out, go score, get some stops, and get a field goal. And then we just kind of get in this lull, and then all of a sudden we, we, we go with a flurry in the last half of the second quarter and kind of bust that game wide open. Um, as I told our guys, I said, hey, you know, we um, – you know, I, unfortunately, I've been on some teams that have lost a lot of games, and obviously been on teams that have won a lot of games. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, one thing I'll tell you: when you lose a lot, um, and you haven't won a game, when a team jumps on you, it's kind of like here we go again, right? right? And uh, that's that's kind of the message. I say, guys, we got to be dialed in from 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 the kickoff. We know that this is going to be a team that's do or die. They haven't won. You, you know, I've been on some, like I said, been on some of those teams where you're going to throw the kitchen sink. Right. the other team and uh we got to be prepared but you know stick to stick true to who we are 
Um, play fast, play aggressive, be sound. And I think if we get off to a really good start, that's the key. Get off to a fast start, good start. Um, and I, you know, I trust our guys with yeah. that. You're actually le- leading into a couple of things I was going to talk about. But you know, when you when you play a team like Rushville, who has struggled and has yet to put a win up uh, on the board this season. Um, you don't want to have a letdown, and it is so important for you guys to get off to that great start to really establish the position that you want to establish and not give them the opportunity that think, hey, you know, we're kind of in this thing. It's It would benefit you guys to uh, really do something early to get the momentum in your favor and then take it from there. Yeah, and, I, and if, if anything, you know um – you know, Connersville is what they've won one game. They've right. competed in a couple, but won one game. And it's kind of the same. And I think for our guys, it was, you know, we played Rushville, kind of got off to a slow start, and that we did get off to a slow start. And then last week, you know, it fellas, like, you know, there was a chance Connersville was in position to take the lead with us midway through the second quarter, and right. we got a good stop, and then we go, we went down and drove, but it's like drove and, and scored. But, you know, no disrespect to Connersville, but you guys are the better team. Right. And you got to play like it because those guys over there, they still want to win. Right. You know, they're 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 here to, to play and win. It's their senior night. So, I think for our guys, like you know, Rushville's got a handful of seniors. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to end. They they, they want to get their first win. They don't want to go zero and ten. Right. So, right. Um, we just got to. I think if anything, I think having sort of the experience we had in the first time we played them, and then having a little bit of that last week, being it's so fresh. Right. That, hey. You guys got to be dialed in, and you got to get off. To, the, the, the key is win play one, win play two, win those things, and just do your job. Guys, everything else will take care of itself, but just win play one, yep. and then win the next play. And uh, you know, and and we just got to get off to a fast start and be dialed in um, from that. And I think if we do. Um, you know, we'll be talking next week about a round two competition. Take it play by play and battle by battle, Coach. We uh, wish you the very best of luck this Friday against Rushville, and uh, hope to be talking to you about a Batesville win and uh, and looking ahead to your second round opponent. Thank you so much for stopping by again tonight. All right, thanks, Bryce. Thank you, Evan Ulrich, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs, and we will be back with Lisa Galsman of Batesville Cross Country in just a moment. You're listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwasher, Scarings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. George's has a full line of medical equipment. We provide state-of-the-art equipment that can help you to rehabilitate from an injury, move more freely to do the things you enjoy, or rest comfortably in your own home. Our friendly and knowledgeable staff prides itself on helping you with any challenges that you or a loved one is facing. We are here for you. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Thanks again for joining us on Coach's Corner, WRBI. We'd like to thank our hosts at Ison's Family Pizza, along with Gehrings, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, plus Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, who helped sponsor the show. I'm Bryce Kendrick, filling in for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good to see Coach Evan Ulrich of Batesville Football in our last segment. Time now to bring on the Harriers and their coach. She is Batesville cross-country coach Lisa Gaussman. Hello, Coach. Hello. It is uh, an exciting time to be a member of the Batesville cross-country team, an outstanding season. Big picture this year. I mean, you got to be just super pleased with both your girls and your boys. Yes. We knew coming into the season that we had some, you know, special um, kids on the team. We had the ingredients to make a lot of fun things happen. Um, they worked hard beginning in the summer, going to camp, 
um, you know, and we just showed showed what we could do. You know, they've they've really stepped up to the plate like I wanted them to, especially this past weekend. Well, we're going to talk about uh, the regional in just a second, but let's backtrack a little bit because you've had some other big feathers in your cap this season. A couple of EIEC championships yep. come to mind. Yep. Yeah, so our conference, um, we kind of had a little bit to prove with the boys team because last year we got hit with COVID right, um, right before conference, and so we were running with like two or three I can't even remember now but um, you know definitely not varsity seven right and um, you know some kids got the opportunity to step in there last year that you know wouldn't have before so you know they really did well um, we did come in second but we wanted to win that back and yeah the girl the boys and the girls both stepped up and really raced well and, conference. and a little bit uh, later on, not too far down the pike, you had uh, the uh, South Dearborn sectional ran at Morris Hill and, and another uh, fantastic uh, double win for the program. Yeah, we did. Like at sectionals, um, you know, we we ran fantastic. All, um, all seven of my girls made the all sectional team. So that means they have to run in the top 20. Right. Um, so that was awesome. And in the boy on the boy side, we had five, um, almost had six, just missed it by a by a right. One one um so we had you know that was that was just amazing to have that many in the all-sectional team and that was fun um you know and winning pretty substantially um uh, while we have an opportunity to hear and you're you're mentioning your top seven your top six of course the varsity group is the top seven who who have been the the primary seven for both the boys and the girls this year um so for the girls we have uh lily pinkley kayla and beetle beetle sorry beetle ava hansen maria lopez Megan Algar, Sophie Myers, and Madison Rashalti. So they all were named to the all-sectional team. Um, and then on the boys' side, we have Benjamin Moster, Ian Lusinger, Darren Smith, Jake Chapman, Kyler Dalton, Eli Lusinger, Will Nuring, and then um, Benjamin Adams has gotten thrown in the mix there. Um, sometimes we had a couple people injured, and um, he, got, he actually got to race Saturday because we had one of our top seven boys was sick. So, so you follow up the sectional. You end up doing uh, the regional up at Franklin Community. Uh, first of all, the weather or the track conditions, if you will, <laughs> yeah. were less than ideal. Yeah, the weather was awesome. Cool temperatures, <laughs> lovely yeah. for runners. It was great for running. It's just the course was, yeah, sloppy, wet, um, big puddles. There was two puddles. They have um, a place where you go in the woods twice. Um, right when you enter, there's a huge puzzle that's unavoidable. Right. Um, and the girls can probably tell you how deep it was because they played in it afterwards. Um, Did they need pool floaties to get through it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, and then right when you come out of the woods, you know, there was another one. And it just kind of depended on where you were running, if you could avoid it or not. But very slippery, muddy, um, even on the grass part, um, very, you know, squishy in lots of places. And um, the turns were... You know, you had to really watch yourself on the turns. The girls, you know, then had a disadvantage a little bit after the boys because the boys already raced on that, so it really got trampled on again. Um, but, you know, so it's really hard on your legs and, you know, watching, you know, trying to watch your step and, you know, but still run, but everybody has to run the same conditions. But, yep. So we, we get to the end of, of the girls' race. Uh, it ends up being a one-point victory. At what point did you realize you won? <laughs> I waited by the... <laughs> By the van, by the timing van, um, with the Franklin community coach, and we waited because we knew it was close. Um, You know, we didn't know. Trying to, you know, figure it out in your head, we knew, you know, it was close. You have some individuals in there, you know, that get taken out a little bit too, so you you can't factor them in and trying to figure that out. So, um, yeah, the the suspense had to be excruciating. Yeah, we were. We were talking back and forth, you know, and, you know, and I was telling him, like, you know, this is only going to be the second time in school history that we win. And he goes, this would be our first. Wow. And then we went by one. Wow. But, um, but it's been fun competing with them. And we don't, that's the only time. Well, we do see them another, another time. But, you know, just really close head on head like that. It's been fun for less couple of years well, competing with them certainly congratulations to the girls on winning the title but hey yeah. uh, the boys no slouch either right. third place finish and they get advanced too as a group correct correct i mean we're seated second but like i said one of our top five was um sick and so our number eight had to step in right um but they did what it needed what they needed to do to 
you know, to be able to advance on. So and, I'm proud of them as well. And you always talk, there's typically a solid group of five for you, but every so often that sixth runner has to come into mm-hmm. play and can factor into yeah. it to an outcome. And yeah. so uh, the sixth and seventh runners, uh, they got to be ready to go too. Yeah, absolutely. And our boys side, you know, when you know, we're not deep at all. Um, we really only have 11. Right. Um, we have 12, but like healthy or whatever. But, um, you know, so yeah. Our um, three seniors stepped up for us, and they got they made all regional. You know, Benjamin Mosser was second, and Ian was fourth, and Darren Smith had a really great finish and um, ended up like thirteenth. Um, so that really helped. Right. Right. And then on the on the girls' side, our number six runner actually um, made a push for us. So she beat Franklin Community's fifth runner. So that you know we call that a pusher. So she pushed her score back a little bit too so and then she got herself in the all regional team by doing that so she ended up snagging at 19th place too so um that was sophie myers you know and some of the other girls up front too you know stepped up passing everybody they could down the finish and you know every every single person matters so yes yes awesome. they do well let's let's talk about some of the athletes right now we're going to get them up here one at a time okay. and i don't i don't really care who goes first but uh, somebody step up here we're going to introduce Thank they're all saying is no they're going to go they'll go for that right there and uh Give me your name, please, and who are your parents? My name's Sarah Ripperger, and my parents are Eric and Sherry Ripperger. Sarah, it's great to have you here tonight. What is, uh, what's the best part about Batesville Cross Country? Um, the best part's probably just the team, whether we're like on a run together or the extra things like pasta dinners at camp. It's just so fun. Pasta dinners sound awesome. I'm up <laughs> for that at any time. What's, uh, what's one thing about this season you're going to remember the most? Um... Probably my senior night. Um, I didn't have the best of luck this year running. I had some breathing struggles. So senior night was my last meet, and it was really fun to just run with everyone one, one last time in our ceremony with all 16 of us. All right. Well, here's the random question that I warned you guys about, okay? What is a better post-run drink, water, Gatorade, Powerade, or chocolate milk? Chocolate milk, easy. Absolutely. <laughs> you and I are on the same page. Now, what is, what's the best snack to go along with that? Um... Probably a banana. A banana? Chocolate banana. That goes awfully well together. I like a good chocolate banana shake, too, by the way. Yep. Thanks for stopping by, and congratulations to you. Who's next? Thank you. Who's next? Would our mystery guest number two sign in, please? Your name and your parents, please. Um, I'm Jen Dodge, and my mom is Jennifer Darling. Jen, it's great to have you on here tonight. Your favorite part about Batesville Cross Country is what? I think my favorite part is the Friday morning runs. We get a run at 545 on Fridays before school. Okay, now, <laughs> now I've been in agreement with uh, what's been going on so far. I don't do 5.45 a.m. runs, so you and I are not on the same page right there, but but bless you for, for thinking that that's a cool thing. Uh, what's one thing about this season that you're going to remember the most? I'm definitely going to remember just all of the meets, especially senior night, and also my final meet was at Greensburg, and I smiled through the whole race. I just had a really fun race, and I'll definitely always remember it. That's fantastic. Okay, your random question. Who is the biggest prankster on the team and what is something he or she has done that you can share oh i don't know if we've had much there's, i know there's got to be a there's got to be at least one jokester on the i team. know the person we like to laugh not at but with the most is eli loisinger we call him we still call him a freshman but he's a sophomore and we call him our trash boy and he always <laughs> he always makes us laugh <laughs> oh that's fantastic thank you for stopping by and, and again congratulations to you all right thank you Guest number three, who do we have here? She looks nervous. Name and your name and your parents, please. She's laughing hysterically right now. We should do this on video. It'd be make be great YouTube video right now. My name's Katie Olson, and my parents are Jeff and Cheryl Olson. Katie, it's good to have you. You know the first two questions, so uh, we'll, we'll 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 get you feeling comfortable with, before I throw the curveball at you. What's your favorite part about Batesville Cross Country? Uh, my favorite part or my favorite memory would probably be being fast my freshman year. Yeah. And now you said your freshman year. Yep. Okay, so uh, that kind of leads me to think, what's happened since then? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you're now, now what year are you? I'm a senior. You're a senior. So you, you, you're lights out your freshman year, and it's been all downhill since then. Yep. Is that, that basically what you're telling basically. me? Basically. Well, you know, sometimes that happens. <laughs> all right. I got a question for you. Who on the team likes to entertain everyone else? Which runner is the center of attention on the team bus or when you're gathered in a group? Who is that? I would say an interesting one would be Ben Adams. Okay. And why is that? <laughs> 
He's just interesting. <laughs> he's just interesting. Ben is interesting. Okay. Yeah, he's really quiet, but then sometimes he just has random little funny things. And that's really kind of the best thing. Some, yeah. Sometimes you don't expect it from somebody that's so yeah, quiet, then all really of a sudden they come inside and say, well, that that was awfully funny. He came from California. He came from, well, that explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Somebody out there on the left coast. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by and congratulations to thank you as well. You. Who's next? Mystery guest number four, you are and your parents. Lily Pinkley, my parents are Todd and Kayla Pinkley. Uh, Lily, you've, you've had a great season this year, that is for sure. And, and what is your favorite thing about Batesville Cross Country? My favorite thing about Batesville Cross Country is definitely working hard the entire season and anticipating like big meets, like regionals, and right. winning them. And just it's something to celebrate because we're a small school and like being the really big schools is just a really big accomplishment. Well, you sound like a, you, you sound an awful lot like a coach right now. And Coach Gausman is nodding her head up and down. She said, "I'm all for that. That sounds really, really good." Your favorite, uh, or what's the the one thing that you're going to remember most about this season? Um. And of course, the the biggest memory may yet to come. But as as far as right now, what's 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 one thing that really stands out for you? Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just really working hard, doing my best, and like giving it my all right. for my senior year is just. I don't know. I'm glad I didn't like give up. Just I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the I'm gonna jump to the random question. And based on your earlier answers about what you liked about Batesville Cross Country, this is now absolutely perfect for you. I, I couldn't have I couldn't have scripted this any better. What are some of Coach Galsman's favorite phrases, either to teach, motivate, or get you uh, to get on your tail about something? What are What are some of her What are some of her big phrases? Um. She always puts on our goal sheets live the moment and she always says compete 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 finish strong that's a big one she gets on me about <laughs> all sounded sound advice sound advice oh yeah <laughs> well thank you for stopping by congratulations and and uh, especially on a, on a very successful season for you individually do we have one more thank you. my assistant coach is here assistant coach are we gonna bring him up here yeah <laughs> We haven't we haven't had the uh, we haven't had the chance to be introduced. Please, uh, I'm Gary Yorn. I'm uh, Coach Gausman's wonderful assistant. My third season got roped into it. Ended up staying around for a few more seasons, and yeah, it's been a blast. How far are you removed from actually being a competitive runner yourself? Uh, so I graduated high school in 2015. I knew it couldn't have been too long. Yeah, ago. yeah. He looks get, a heck of a lot younger than I do. I get mistaken for kids on the team sometimes, so I have to wear a bucket hat during races so people know I'm a coach. <laughs> so you've been around this group for a couple of years now, and you've seen what they've been able to do. Uh, what kind of give me your impressions of this group and how much fun that they've been to coach? They've been a blast. Yeah, like you said, um, <clears throat> three years now I've gotten to know them really well. Um, to the point where I'm like helping them with homework and stuff, which is definitely something I never anticipated on doing. But yeah, I mean, it's cool when you get to know them as a runner, but then afterwards you see them kind of like develop more as a person, especially going from a sophomore. I didn't know them freshman year, but all the way up through senior year, you see them mature as a person. Well, that's fantastic, and we appreciate you stopping by. And I know Thanks. Coach Galsman is very appreciative of, of the work that you put in with the program and, and a little fist bump action right there. Well, so I'm more appreciative uh, of her than she is of me, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, we've kind of gone through the gauntlet right there, and we're back with Lisa Gausman, head coach of uh, the cross-country coach at uh, Batesville High School. And uh, now we turn our attentions to the next level. You get to take two groups to a semi-state at the Blue River course at Shelbyville. First, let's talk about talk about the course. I mean, you have been on on some very big stages with your team, either you know for a, a conference, a sectional, a regional, a semi-state. You've gone to some really big meets. I know you've mm -hmm. had the team over in Terre Haute as well. Yep. What? How? Do, how does this course shape up with some of the others that you've seen on the? big type stage quote unquote right. and that and that is the reason why we added a lot of those meets to our schedule um in the last five six years or i don't know it may have been longer who knows um but yeah we go to that Terre Haute meet because that's the state course right so the kids get an opportunity to see that state course hopefully get in their art and desire to be back there that's their first meet and we want to be back there for their last meet right we go to ben davis so that's a huge you know, seeing like 5A schools and right. 4 and 5A schools, that's what you want to do. And it's a big meet. So, you you know, you have instead of just meets around here, you might have an invitational that might have eight teams or whatever. But we want, you know, big invitationals that have 12 plus teams. And then um, we do the one at Flash, Flash Rock, which is um, uh, Riverview. Yeah, right. Um, 
you know, and so you they actually have two different divisions. We've been able to keep ourselves in the top division. You have to stay out of the bottom five to do that, but you're like competing against those top 20 in the state schools as well. Um, so hopefully being at those meets is the whole goal is now when we get there on Saturday, you're not nervous. You know, I mean, you know, you're not standing there, you know, thinking, how am I going to run this? Like, this is huge. I don't know what to do. So we've already been to those type of meets. Right. And hopefully they feel comfortable. Like this is just another big invitational. Right. Um, right. Except, except it is huge. Right. <laughs> so um, there's 20 schools and 40 individuals. Um, you know, so you're talking about 180 some, you know, runners or so. And, um, you know, for the boys side, there's eight that are ranked in the top 20. You know, um, a few more ahead of us. I think we're seated like 14th, you know, right. out of 20. <laughs> You know, and on the girls' side, it's it's truly the elite of it is. Indiana like cross country. It, yeah. I mean, our semi state is just so stacked; it's crazy um, compared to the other three semi states. But I mean, um, and then on the girls' side, I think there's nine that are right. ranked in the top twenty. Um, we're twenty ninth, but we're or maybe we might moved up one. We might be twenty eighth now, um, but we're ranked tenth. Right. You know, out of the 20. So you have to be in the top six to move on. Um, again, we have the ingredients there. You just, it, you know, and sit, things need to happen. Things need to fall in place. And we just need to do our best and run the way we know how we that we can. And see what happens. Well, you're going to tie the laces, uh, put on the tank tops, and uh, head out on what I think is going to be some really good weather yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, it looks and like another the, great weather day. I think the course should be great, much better than what they just ran yes. and ran on. So um, that should be fun, and hopefully we'll see some good times and some good results. Well, for this season and seasons past, congratulations on all the success. I mean, just to get up to a semi-state and be able to take both pr- programs up there is certainly something special. Congratulations right. to you and all your kids, and, and thanks for visiting right. with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Lisa Galsman, head coach of the Bates cross-country team and we will be back with uh, Kyle Huntman the boys soccer coach from Batesville in our next segment you're listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI it's back our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville the savory pizza with white garlic sauce seasoned chicken mozzarella provolone cheese tomatoes and fresh basil all on our fresh in-house made dough mmm mmm Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Discover the freedom of auto pay from Great Plains Communications. No more paper bills. No more postage. No more check writing. No need to drop off a payment. And no more late fees. And now, when you sign up for AutoPay, you will also receive a one-time $10 bill credit. Log on to gpcom.com slash my-account and enroll today. Or call 866-382-4968. Some restrictions may apply. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. And we are back once again at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. I am Bryce Kendrick getting ready for our final sec- segment of the evening. Before we uh, talk to our next guest, I want to say thank you uh, to Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiler, our sponsors, uh, some of our sponsors for Coach's corner and uh, we'd like to thank Batesville cross-country coach Lisa Gausman who was here with uh, a fine, fine group of uh, lady bulldogs from their regional championship team and also her assistant coach and now it's time to bring on our final guest of the night it's been about a year since he and I have had a chance to talk he is Batesville boys soccer coach Kyle Huntman coach good to see you again how you doing uh, good how are you I'm doing quite well you know all in all it's it, it was a pretty successful season for your team uh, 11 and 6 on the year you finished 5 and 2 in the EIAC certainly the teams that finished ahead of you no slouches uh, East Central ran the table and Lawrenceburg right there at six and one uh you get off to a very fast start uh at the beginning of the year you go four and oh and you outscore your opponents 31 to nothing I, I you really could you could not have asked for a better start could you oh yeah yeah we started off pretty strong um guys were ready to to get into the season and just came came out with a, a big impact and uh, midway through the year, you, you were able to string together uh, three consecutive wins. And, and I think really maybe something that's a testament to your team is that there was only one instance this year where you had back-to-back losses. So you, I think you had a lot of consistency out of your team in, in a good way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as we started out that season, we, we um, just had a really strong start. And in the games that we that we did lose, you know, it was we were, we were fighting for them. And, and uh, that, you know, just kind of carried on throughout the season. 
Yeah. Um, you ended up, uh, of course, meeting up with Lawrenceburg in your semifinal match. And before we talk about that one, I think we need to go back to what happened earlier in the season because uh, your first experience with the Tigers was not a good one, was it? No, that was a that was a very rough game. Uh, remembering back back to that game, we had a lot of injuries. I think I looked over uh, at one point. We had uh, four or five of our starters icing up on the sidelines and wow. getting them getting them in and out, and it kind of hit a point where you know it just came to. You know, we'll get some of our younger guys some time and and just kind of maintain throughout the game because at that point you don't want to. We don't have a lot of depth. We didn't have a lot of depth throughout the season, and we, we don't want to sacrifice you know one sure. game for the whole the whole season. So, so at, that's an interesting situation for you, and 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 really at that point trying to trying to protect the kids for later on. But mm-hmm. giving these giving the younger kids an opportunity to play against uh, a team like Lawrenceburg, did you did you see any diamonds in the rough on some of those young kids that that don't really necessarily get to see as much playing time as your yeah. typical starting 11. Yeah, that was actually uh, a big deal this season. Um, I, I think the Lawrenceburg game was a time where we really got to get a lot of people in, but we also had an invitational. Um, I think it might have been right before that we played um, in Shelbyville, uh-huh. and we didn't fully have our starting lineup in there. We had a, a lot of JV guys um, that more, maybe normally wouldn't have been in that lineup really got a chance to prove their worth, and, and that was kind of you know, when we were pulling people off to the side um, and and figuring out who goes in next, we we kind of had an idea of where we could start to put people mm-hmm. this season and you know in in seasons to come too, which that's a big deal because you know as you go, you graduate all your seniors and and jump in with the next group. It's it's good to see uh, where they would have played and and things like that. Well, uh, you ended up uh, with a with a couple of strong opponents right before you got into sectional. So uh, certainly, you know, you want matches like that to help get you ready. And and your first opponent in the sectional is is Lawrenceburg, and uh, you turn the tables on the Tigers. You come away with a four two victory. Of course, I know uh, Eli Pearson ended up with four goals in that match, right. and and uh, and that uh, is always always a big deal. The score the scores always get the headlines, but yeah. uh, you had ten other kids that night that that played some awfully good soccer. What were some of the highlights for you as a coach outside of out? Outside of the scoring that you saw, uh, yeah, I think the biggest thing is you know when you when you come from playing that team, you know, and and having was a five zero or six zero, you know, in in the season there, and then you go back in, you know, trying to get the kids to be confident in themselves, and just seeing seeing the drive and how bad that they wanted that uh, was very evident that night, and that was you know definitely one of my one of my favorite times of the season uh, where we came back out and just just the energy feeling that before you go out on on the game itself um just knowing okay we're we're about to fight for this you know this isn't going to go the way it went for last time which i think is a good thing because you know if if it would have been a pretty close match i think that the other team would be prepared for what's whatever's going on and i think we kind of had the edge a little bit because we didn't play them at full strength the first time through. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the the momentum from that game did not carry over into Saturday, and and South Dearborn played some awfully good soccer uh, throughout the week, and, and they oh, yeah. ended up getting you three zero in the final. Mm-hmm. Um, going back and looking at some of the numbers, and and you can correct me if I don't have this right, but it looked like I think shots taken were pretty close. Yeah. They just. They were just able to find the net three times, and you guys unfortunately were not. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give credit to them. They they showed up to play. They they really really uh, put it to us that that first half, and we we just underestimated them. We weren't ready for it. Um, and I think by the time you know maybe halfway into the the, the first half, you know, we we started maybe being a little bit desperate trying to right. get back in. We kind of brought it back in for halftime, and and as we went into that second half. Um, I will say, you know, we we picked it up, but it was just too late at, sure. that, at that point. But we we did have have our chances and and kind of put in put in our effort there towards the end. We're talking with Kyle Huntman, head coach of Batesville Boys Soccer, and I want to make sure we get the guys that you brought here a chance to say hello before uh, before we shut things down for tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to have you guys come up one at a time, and uh, you know what? See, I might have to get creative here and see if I can't come up with some other questions for you guys, like I did the uh, like I did the soccer team. I don't have them prepared, so we're going to see how good I am at this on the fly, Coach. You can go ahead and say, oh, actually, we can just go right into the microphone right there. I'll just do it. Do it. Coach, you, you can go ahead and relax if you want to. All right. Uh, so, uh, with mystery guest number one, sign in, please, and tell me who your parents are. I'm Ian Powers, and I, my parents are Mark and Darcy Powers. And, Ian, uh, what has been the thing that you've enjoyed most about Batesville Boys Soccer this year? Honestly, just I didn't get to play much of the season due to two injuries, but just the connection with the boys and understanding, like, 
the true des- desire to get better and to win the games and do well in the season. It was and, awesome to see. And even though you didn't get to play a whole lot, uh, either uh, the time that you did get out there or the time that you were able to enjoy the matches with uh, your teammates on the sideline, what was the biggest highlight for you? Just when I first came back, I scored a pretty solid goal, to be honest, and just a reaction from everyone congratulating me and like giving me through that tough time period at the beginning of the season. Right. It was really awesome to see them truly care and like give them the same feedback that I would give back to them, too. All right. Well, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you very much. Let's bring in uh, guest number two here. Step up close to the mic and say hello and who your parents are. I'm Eli Pearson, and my parents are Ben and Molly Pearson. So Eli, uh, the uh, top scorer on the team this season, and uh, also the top assist guy as well. So you're not—it's—it's uh, it's not uh, always uh, you putting the ball in the net. You've certainly uh, been able to dish the ball around as well. So that's awesome to see. Uh, your best part about Batesville boys soccer is what? I would say just the chemistry all around, and like how everyone just enjoys being around each other, and they all look forward to practice and mostly the games. You certainly individually had some highlights this season. What's the thing you're going to take away most from this year? Probably the Lawrenceburg game. Yeah. And then just whenever we had good games together, like the Shelbyville game, we won 1-0. Right. That was a good game. All right, so I'm going to ask you this. Who is the biggest prankster on the team? I would have to say my brother, Noah. And is there something that you can share that we wouldn't get in trouble for the FCC if you could share something that he has done? Yes or no? Now he's looking at a coach. If not, that's uh, okay. Sometimes he just pants, pants our teammates. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Hey, congratulations, and thanks for stopping by. Mr. Guest number three, come on up here, please. Step up to the mic and name and who, you're, who are your parents? Uh, my name's Adam Vogelsang. A little closer to the mic. Adam? And my mom's name is Laura Vogelsang. And uh, for you, what has been the best part about Batesville soccer this year? Um, honestly, being able to come back after being injured. And what was your injury? Um, uh, it was... Uh, I pulled my hip flexors. Hip flexor. Yeah, that's painful. I've done that. That's yeah. no fun. That's no fun that's at all. Fun. Uh, what's your What's your biggest highlight of the season? What's the thing you're going to remember most? Um, I megged a kid. When I was dribbling. Yeah. And then I made someone fall. That was fun. <laughs> So basically, you broke their ankles. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, that's a term that we like to use when uh, you leave somebody in the dust like right there and you and you blow past them. Okay, your your random question is, um, who on the team is the one that likes to entertain everybody else? Who is the center of attention, whether it's on the team bus or you guys are warming up for a match? He's looking around over here. Nobody. <laughs> they're, 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 it's a conference. Would you like a phone a friend? You know, they used to. <laughs> we've done that show. If, uh, probably Grant Peters. All right. Grant Peters it is. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. Okay. Who else do we have here? We've got, what, two more? Okay. And uh, your name and your parents, please. I'm Brandon Elgar, and my parents are Brian and Stacey Elgar. Brandon, it's good to have you here. Your favorite part about Batesville soccer this year is what? Probably the Shelbyville game. Yep. That was the game that I got to come back from my injury after sitting a few out, and I was able to put a lot of heart in the field. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, would that also be your number one highlight, or is there another one? The Shelbyville game was probably my top one. Yeah, okay. Here's a random question for you. Is there a favorite pre-match activity that you do or your team does uh, that, that, uh, that you really like? Adam has his uh, warm-up. He rallies us all up with his uh, line. If uh-huh. he wants to recite it for us, he can. <laughs> oh, here it comes. All Starts right, out, cool. we ask him a question. What are we going to do, Adam? And uh, We're just going to put the ball in the back of the net. There you go. go. I, I'm sure when it's actually done before the match, there's a little bit more enthusiasm that's involved with it, maybe a little more animation. Much more. We get the idea, though. All right, thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. And uh, last but not least, we have. My name is Cody Sims, and my mom's name is Terry Sims. All right, and uh, what is your favorite part about Batesville soccer? Uh, building the relationships with different people and hopefully like leaving an impact on their lives. Well, that's, that, that is fantastic. Now, what, what is going to be your highlight uh, that you take away from this year? Uh, my highlight was scoring a PK in the Shelbyville Invitational Finals. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by as well. I'm looking at the clock here, and we're just about out of time. I'm going to send it back to uh, John for our final break. When we come back, I'll wrap it up. Coach Kyle Huntman, thank you so much for being with us and bringing along a fine group of young men. Thank you. All right. That is Kyle Huntman. We'll be back to wrap things up right after this on Coach's Corner, Country 103.9 WRBI.
It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwasher, Scarings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and serves as the perfect reminder to schedule your annual mammogram. All women should receive their first mammogram by the age of 40. At Margaret Mary Health, we offer 3D mammography. This advanced technology can increase early detection of breast cancer by as much as 40%. To schedule your appointment, call our Women's Imaging Center at 812-933-5602. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. And before I close the show tonight, I'd like to thank Cecil Ison and the staff here at Ison's Family Pizza for being such great hosts. Our other wonderful sponsors, including Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutzweiler. A big thanks to John Heil for engineering the show at the studio and to all my guests who join me tonight, Greensburg Volleyball Coach June Rickney, Batesville Football's Evan Ulrey, Bulldog Cross Country Coach Lisa Gaussman, and Batesville Boys Soccer Coach Kyle Huntman. Our Scheduled guests next week, once again, will be uh, including Coach Ulrey, along with the following Oldenburg co- coaches, Cross Country's Tanya Sunderman, Girls Soccer's Andrew Olig, and Football's Brian Mitchell. That will do it for me, Bryce Kendrick, sitting in for the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver, and his Hall of Fame wife, Sally. I'll be back at 6 a.m. tomorrow with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 o'clock to take you through your afternoon. Until then, enjoy your evening, and thanks so much for listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com. From 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.